Don't plug anything in. Don't plug anything in. Don't plug anything in. Okay, yes. Unplugged. We're unplugged. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I didn't notice that this light wasn't on. He said on and off like two months, but I can put it on the poly side now. Okay. All right. Good evening, everyone. We are having some um, technical challenges, so we're trying to get the power uh, connected. And then once those are resolved, we'll start the special meeting. Thank you.
So we're having power issues in the boardroom. Recording in progress. So now we have an issue with the hybrid uh, connection. So everyone, please wait a few more minutes and then we'll start.
Recording stopped. Recording in progress. Good evening. Thank you for waiting patiently. We had um, some technical difficulties here at the boardroom at 1231 Addison Street, but we are prepared to start the special Berkeley City Council meeting. So I'd now like to call to order the special meeting of the Berkeley City Council for Tuesday, December 13th, 2022. Before I proceed to a roll call, I'd like to ask staff to play the COVID-19 meeting announce recording. Hybrid format. Pursuant to Government Code Section 54953E and the State Declared Emergency, this meeting will be conducted through teleconference and Zoom video conference, as well as in-person participation. The COVID-19 state of emergency continues to impact the ability of council members to meet safely in person and presents risk to the health of attendees. Please be Recording mindful that this meeting may be recorded as any public meeting may be recorded and all rules of procedure and decorum apply for persons participating by teleconference, video conference, or in-person. Um, technical difficulties so here at the boardroom at 1231 Addison Street. Your we... device using the URL indicated on the agenda for this meeting. If you do not wish for your name to appear on the screen, use the drop-down menu and click on Rename to rename yourself to be anonymous. To request to speak, use the raise hand icon on the screen. To join by phone, dial the number indicated on the agenda and enter the meeting ID. If you wish to comment during the public comment portion of the agenda, press star nine and wait to be recognized by the chair. In-person attendees are required to wear a mask that covers their nose and mouth for the duration of the meeting. If you are feeling sick, please do not attend in person. Okay, thank you very much. The first item on our agenda is roll call. I'd like to ask the city clerk to please call the roll. Okay, council member Kesarwani. Here. Taplin. Present. Bartlett. Here. <clears throat> Harrison. Here. On. Present. Wengraff. Present. Robinson. Present. Umbert. Here. And Mayor Aragin. Present. Okay. All members are present. Thank you very much. So since this is a special meeting of the city council, we will not take public comment on non-agenda matters. However, we will have a public comment period for non-agenda matters at our six o'clock meeting, but we welcome your comments on the items on our consent calendar today. And so we'll proceed now to the consent calendar. And item one is confirming the results of the November 8th, 2022 general municipal election. I want to congratulate um, our new colleague, Councilmember Humbert, and it's a pleasure to have you here with us um, on the dais and we look forward to working with you in the years to come. Congratulate our colleagues who are reelected to the City Council, Councilmember Kessarani representing District 1, Councilmember Robinson representing District 7, and Vice Mayor Harrison representing District 4, and our City Auditor Jenny Wong will have a, a ceremonial swearing-in ceremony at our 6 o'clock meeting, but I just want to acknowledge um, that uh, um, 
your election as we are confirming these election results this evening. And item two on the staff consent calendar is uh, grant contracts with the State Coastal Conservancy to receive the fiscal year 2022 state budget allocation in the city of Berkeley of $15 million for the improvement of projects at the Berkeley waterfront. And um, Mr. Clerk, just a point of clarification. Can we make one motion on the, the staff consent calendar and council consent calendar? Or do we need to take up the staff items separately and the council items separately? No, we we can take all all five items together in one motion. Okay, and now item three is the, um, uh, these items three to three to five are submitted by myself as the mayor. Item three is the uh, annual appointments to city council policy committees and regional body appointments. I'd like to keep this on consent with the following changes to reflect um, uh, some changes that were agreed upon by Councilmember Kisarwani and Councilmember Humbert. I'd like to approve the resolution item three, but to appoint Councilmember Kisarwani to the Public Safety Policy Committee and Councilmember Humbert to the Health, Life, Enrichment Committee. And I'd like to also revise the resolution to appoint Councilmember Hahn as the alternate to the ABAG General Assembly. So with that, we'll keep that on consent. Item four is the appointment of the Vice President of the Council. And I'd like to congratulate um, Councilmember Bartlett, who will be serving as the Vice President of the Council or Vice Mayor next year, 2023. And thank Councilmember Wangraff for agreeing to serve as Vice Mayor for 2024. And appreciate your willingness to help um, not only lead our city council meetings, but um, help lead our city during these next few years. Then item five is just the approval of the seating arrangements for council members during city council meetings. So I will make a motion to approve one through five on the consent calendar with the revision as noted to item three. Second. Second. Thank you. Um, colleagues, any questions or comments on any of the consent items? Vice Mayor Harrison? Um, yeah, I just had a, a, a question about item two. Um, we had originally um, put together a list of things for the marina, which included the JDOCs. And I realize we don't have enough money to do everything. But the reason the JDOCs are important is they have very small slips. And by able, being able to make those bigger, we're able to attract more, more boaters. And that brings in more revenue. And we know that we have a lot of empty slips compared to other marinas. So I'm, I'm a little concerned that that got lost, but it got lost for a good reason, which is that we're asking to have money spent on the ferry project instead because the WIDA Ferry Authority isn't joined from doing anything right now because Jarvis Gann Association is suing them on their revenue source, EM3. So what I wanted to ask Mr. Ferris is, if they success, and the original MOU, I think with WIDA said that they would pay for the EIR, and here we have us putting forward money to do that. Um, have you had any discussions with them if in fact this uh, issue of EM3 gets resolved, will they then step up and reimburse us for that? We have. Um, they are, um, you know, they're just waiting for RM3. And, you know, it, it's you know, uh, at the state um, Supreme Court level, and they're waiting for that to be heard in the next 12 months. Um, and hopefully the, the, the lower court decision is affirmed. And once that decision is affirmed, they're, they're real, uh, ready and willing to uh, put money uh, towards this project. So, but at this point, they don't have any additional funds to uh, add to the project. They're just waiting for the final determination on RM3. Yeah, because I hope the understanding is they will then contribute to that so that we can go back to the really important work on JDOCs, which I first heard about like 12 years ago on the Parks Commission. So thank you, Mr. Right. Ferris. Okay. With that, I'm fine. 
Okay, thank you very much. Are there any other questions or comments from members of the city council on the consent items? So please raise your hand. I don't see any raised hands either on Zoom or here in the dais. So we'll now proceed to public comment on the consent items one through five. If there's any attendee that wishes to address these items, either here in the boardroom or on Zoom, please um, either come forward or raise your hand. And um, I see we have several raised hands on Zoom. So we'll go to our first speaker, uh, David Fielder. Thank you for this opportunity. David Fielder, resident of Berkeley for over 50 years now. I support the first four requests in the Coastal Conservancy consent item, but vigorously object to the inclusion of item number five regarding funding and EIR for the Pier Ferry project. You should all still recall when this state funding request was initiated by Council Member Taplin that it was to include initial funding for rebuilding the pier. Subsequently, that draft was torpedoed. We were told in public session that all items on the state request had to be shovel ready and that the pier didn't qualify. Now, miraculously, the pier project has suddenly become shovel ready, but only by adding a high capacity ferry terminal to it. Please stop manipulating the marina planning process behind closed doors. Rebuild the pier without selling out to WIDA and turning our marina park into a regional transportation hub. Thank you. Thank you for your comments. We'll go to our next uh, speaker, Kelly Hammergren, followed by Jim McGrath. Uh, thank you for letting me speak. And could you tell us how many are attending? Um, I wanted to comment. Uh, pardon? How many was it? 20 attendees. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. So I wanted to comment on the EIR. Uh, if you've been reading my writings on Huida, I've been attending those meetings. And Huida is this expansion of the fair of the ferry for Huida is really built on expecting people to return to the offices. And I just don't see that happening. I'm not reading anything that tells me that we're going to have full offices and we're going to go back to commuting the way we did before the pandemic. Um, remote work is here to stay and I'm concerned that you are embarking on the false premise that this is going to bring money to the city and I, when I have many, many reservations and that is supported by um, what I read in the WIDA reports and attending their meetings and watching the budgets. So um, I have a lot of concerns and that's it. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Okay, we'll go to our next speaker, Jim McGrath, followed by Claudia. Jim, you should now be able to speak. Please go ahead. Thank you. Good evening, council members. Um, you have an email for me. I'm not going to repeat it, but I'm going to talk about the ferry just a little bit. Not the ferry. I'm going to talk about the pier. When we allocated the money from T1, the most popular project that we couldn't fund was the pier. We heard about it in every meeting. I heard about it yesterday in this in the meetings that that we heard. Everybody wants the pier restored. Um, if the council 
could figure out a way to uh, fund the pier, I think you'd be heroes. I kept looking for money. Uh, I got encouraged by council uh, by by uh, Nancy Skinner, uh, who said, "It's possible you might get some money for that, but the city has to ask." So this so uh, I started the process that ended up with a letter. Now I understand the council can have a different opinion than I do. But what I want to tell you is that that's the popular project and bypassing it um, is it your own is it is I think a decision that's 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 rather fraught. But even worse is holding it hostage for the ferry. Now, when the idea first emerged that the only way to fund the pier uh, replacement was with the ferry, I was intrigued. I thought that might be a very good idea. But lo and behold, when you look at the actual details of what the proposal was, there it is, it's Lucy and the football all over again. The cost to play with Weta for a pier that's not very long is $29 million. The cost to rebuild the pier estimated was $30 million. I don't expect you to change anything. You, you've, you've told us that fairly clearly, but we're gonna continue to lobby for the, for the pier. We're gonna continue to hold the council accountable for not putting together a funding proposal. If you put a $30 million proposal on the, on the ballot in 2022, I'd have not only supported it, I'd have gladly run a campaign in favor. It might have even passed. I'm here as an advocate for the, restoring the pier without a ferry. Thank you. We'll go to our next speaker, Claudia, followed by Camille Antonori. Claudia, you should now be able to speak. Yeah, thanks very much. And I want to thank the previous speakers. I hold very similar views to them. Uh, as many of you know, I do serve, uh, and I'm not speaking as a commissioner, but I do serve on the PRW and for many, many years served on the Waterfront Commission. So I'm well aware of the needs of our marina and unfortunately also well aware of what caused those needs in our marina. But one of the things that I believe strongly in is that the public deserves a robust marina. And I'm talking about the greater public, not just the public who, who have boats or like to sail and do other recreation, but the greater public. And if we're going to be asking, and luckily we got the $15 million, most of the projects listed here are, are obviously revenue generating, except for my beloved Cesar Chavez Park Perimeter Trail. But I would like to see, I agree with Kate actually, that we should repair JDOCs uh, before giving money basically to WIDA. Uh, and also making the whole marina ADA accessible, which it isn't, which is, unfortunately absurd. If I have any more time, I'd like to give it to the next speaker, Camille, but thanks for your time. Okay, thank you very much. Um, we'll go next to Camille Antonori, followed by Todd Jersey. Hi, thank you. Thank you, council members, um, and thank you, Claudia, for allocating your time. Um, in early 2021, the Parks and City staff identified 23 million in landside and up to 108 in waterside infrastructure needs. A subset of these projects were listed in the city's 15 million request for funding from the state, including the JDOC and Marina Office. 
Um, a number of organizations stepped up to support that ask, including Cal Sailing Club, of which I am a member. Uh, nothing was included about uh, paying for the city's WIDA ferry proposal. Um, and then during many BMAST focus groups and workshops in the past two years, the peer was often grayed out um, or discouraged from discussion in those workshops. Uh, so the inclusion of uh, WIDA's environmental impact uh, report in this funding list raises the question of whether the terms of the WIDA deal have been decided. And if so, what are those terms? And if not, why spend the money that's been freely given to Berkeley as a gift on the WIDA ferry proposal, and which WIDA would, uh, would say um, in its MOU with the city that it would pay for anyway. So in the past, since at least maybe 1940, if I get my dates right, um, and the present and the future of the marina, I believe, is as a regional, recreational, and environmental resource for a diverse population. There are room for amenities like restaurants, cafes, maybe another small hotel, even an appropriately sized ferry down the line somewhere in the marina. Use this money from the state on what it was intended for and lay the foundation for that future, not on what seems to be a wasteful giveaway. Thank you. We'll go to our next speaker, Todd Jersey, followed by David Frazier. Todd, you should now be able to speak. Please unmute yourself. Uh, Todd Jersey, you should be able to speak. Your microphone looks unmuted, but we cannot hear you. Todd Jersey, are you there? Okay, we'll come back to you. We'll go next to David Frazier, followed by Gordon Wozniak, Chair of the Parks, Recreation, and Waterfront Commission. David, you should be able to speak. Yes, thank you. It's David Frazier, uh, rhymes with laser. Um, can you hear me all right? Yes. Yeah, I'd just like to uh, completely agree with the previous speakers that uh, funding the fair. It's a poorly planned and uh, unspecified uh, sort of project that it, there has never been a clear answer for uh, people who have raised questions about the revenue and the ridership as well as the parking. Uh, my other point is very simple. Uh, I think the uh, option to spend funds at what is it nine hundred thousand dollars plus on uh the west south cove west uh, parking lot uh i assume that that is in a line on the lines of uh, paving and uh, putting in parking spaces um i think that's also poorly thought out if that is the project uh right now we have double parking it works quite well um, there is uh, obviously a dearth of parking throughout the marina that is uh, convenient to users. Um, I'm one of them. I'm a boat owner as well as a uh, teacher at Cal Sailing Club. Um, so my suggestion would be don't pave it, don't uh, change it, but simply leave the eastmost uh, corridor within the parking area open so that people can actually get in and out. Uh, right now, it's being used by people who think it's a, a parking space, but um, I think you can spend the 900000 in uh, much better ways. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, we'll go next to Gordon Wozniak, uh, Chair of the Parks, Recreation, and Waterfront Commission, followed by Carol Denny. 
Uh, Mr. Waz, thank you. Should now be able to speak. Uh, thank you, Mayor and Council. Um, I want to speak as not a member, as a commission, because a private individual, and say that I'm in favor of all five projects and why. Uh, I don't think there's any disagreement on the first four from the speakers that I've heard. The disagreement is around the funding of the environmental study or the matching funds for the the uh, Alameda County Transportation Authority transportation grant. And what I think, whether well, there's two reasons I think we should move ahead with this. One is that it's there's been for the last couple of years arguments, you know, whether a ferry will ever pass uh, environmental muster, uh, pass the criteria. And I think we need to find that out so this we can settle this question and, and then maybe move forward. So I think funding it now is timely and appropriate. The second is around this issue of whether we're pre-funding it for WIDA. I would uh, tell the public and also the council, essentially the city is going to have to pre-fund all of these grants because the state is not giving us the money. They're giving it to the state coastal conservancy. The city has to front the money. And then when the projects are finished or when they meet major milestones, has to apply for reimbursements. And this is the agreement with WIDA is a similar sort of agreement. So I don't think that alone should be what holds up this matter. I think we need to you know, really do a, a serious environmental study of, of the impacts of, of, the, of the proposed ferry. And then we'll know whether uh, this is feasible or not. Second, I would just historically, there's been a lot of emphasis on the recreational impacts. You know, the original pier uh, served as a ferry for 20 or 30 years. Uh, you know, it's, you know, it was a ferry for many years, okay, before there was much recreation at the waterfront. So there's some historical precedent for having a ferry there. Thank you. Thank you very much. Okay, we're going to go back to Todd Jersey and see if uh, we can hear Todd. Todd, we're going to go back to you. Are you there? Yeah, Jesse, thanks. Thanks, Mayor. Excellent. Thanks, Council. Thank you. Um, yeah, I. Um, uh, some of you may know that I, I was the major force behind rescuing the Richmond Plunge. Uh, I sort of uh, used my architectural skill set and did problem solving and took a uh, project that was way over budget and really on the shelf. And uh, now we have a you know, a gleaming restored vintage pool. I have the, uh, basically doing the same with the, the pier. Um, so I have uh, been reaching out to staff with really no luck at all, unfortunately. Um, I reached out to you, Jesse. Nobody's returning my um, calls. So fortunately, I was uh, recently uh, met last night, actually, on the Zoom call with uh, Scott and, and others to uh, discuss BMASP. Uh, I met Jim McGrath and um, was had a good call with him today and sort of, he, Jim, I don't know the, you know, much about the WIDA stuff. Um, I attended one meeting uh, where it seemed that we were way ahead of BMASP, and and so then I just thought this was inappropriate and started participating in the BMASP. But I would like to see the uh, uh, I would like I, I want to see a fishing pier. I don't, I'm not interested in a in a in a sort of high carbon footprint ferry that would cost fifty dollars a trip and serve the well to do to go to San Francisco. I mean, this is really a 
uh, I know it's not popular, but this is a class, a class issue for me. There, there are the underserved who, uh, you know, are using the fishing pier for their own, their own sustainability. And uh, it's so sad that, um, uh, so I'll just end with that. This fishing pier can be, it's, uh, it's, it was closed without sort of, I would say, proper um, proper litigation of the matter. Uh, I have a lot to say about that, which I'll, I'll save for a your later time. time. Is up. If you can just wrap up your comments, we greatly appreciate it. Yeah, and, that's it. Okay, thank you. Yep. Okay, thank you very much. Um, uh, and I'll follow up with you, Todd. Thank you. Uh, we'll go next to Carol Denny, followed by Aaron Deem. Hello, good evening, City Council. I just wanted to um, echo the voices for restoring the pier as primary in this area. And I have to say, the study, <laughs> what information I have had about the ferry, uh, I have put under the heading of the ferry is folly. And with respect to the fellow who said that there's historical precedent for there having had uh, been a ferry coming out of Berkeley, crossing the bay, that was a long time ago. We were a very different Bay Area. The volume of uh, people who crossed to San Francisco was very different. Even the ferries themselves are very, very different. And I hope you'll look into that because um, th the last I checked, uh, it was a $28 per person subsidy required of taxpayers to put one person on that ferry. And the numbers just don't add up. So I think I, it, my prayer is that you'll focus on the, um, the pier and rest the restoration of the pier, which is long overdue and should have happened decades ago if the city had not taken money that was that should have been spent on restoring that pier and put it elsewhere. I won't go long because I know you have a long evening ahead of you and I respect you all, but thank you very much uh, for your time. Thank you. We'll go next to Aaron Deem and Aaron's our last raised hand. So if there are any additional speakers for consent items one through five for the five o'clock agenda, please raise your hand at this time. Aaron Deem, you should not be able to speak. Good evening, Council. I'm speaking on item number two, and and I just wanted to say I was looking at the list of projects that had been sent to Senator Skinner in October, and there were seven listed. And then I compared it with what's being proposed now, and there are five. So I was kind of just trying to do a side-by-side -side comparison to understand what had changed. And similar to what some of the previous speakers have said, I think we can all agree about one through four as being something we can stand behind. I think it's number five that's still really kind of a concern, the environmental review and design of the Pier Ferry Project. And I went back and I looked at the letter of support that was sent by the Parks, Rec, and Waterfront Commission, and the Pier Ferry was not included in that letter as something the commission was supporting. I looked at the letter that the Cal Sailing Club submitted, and they did not support the funding the pier ferry. So, and then we also know that this new list has actually not come before the Parks, Rec, and Waterfront Commission for adequate public review and discussion. I do understand there's really a tight timeline and can respect that. 
but I'm still very concerned that when the list of projects changes so dramatically that there should be more of a public process than the meeting tonight. And the other thing is around the BMASP. I mean, I honestly don't understand how we're we supposed to think about the pier and the ferry until we finish the BMASP. It seems like one is coming before the other, and we really need to complete the BMASP before we make very important decisions about what happens at the pier. I did look at the MOU with WIDA, and it says they're going to pay for design and environmental review. And the quote is, it is anticipated that WIDA would provide the capital funds for the design, permitting, environmental review, and construction of the waterside and landside improvements associated with ferry service, as well as the annual operating costs associated with ferry service. So I think it's just really important that we continue to honor and follow the words of the MOU. And I'm concerned that the list that is proposed number five right now actually kind of violates that. We need to be focusing on recreation. I think everybody really wants to see the pier restored as a fishing pier. Um, and so we want to use some money for what it's intended for, as someone said earlier. And we don't really want this to be a wasteful giveaway to the to the Weta Ferry Project. Instead, support recreation and um, what we can do to continue to shore up and make the marina a place that people want to come down to. So that's it. Thank you. Thank you very much. Okay, I don't see any other raised hands to speak on the consent items. So I'll now bring it back to the City Council for further discussion on the consent calendar and Councilman Robinson. Good evening. Thank you, Mayor Ergen. Just while we're on number two, I wanted to take this opportunity to express my gratitude to Mr. Ferris and his whole team for getting this to us in such a timely manner. I know there was a lot of staff time and consideration that went into this item and really a titanic effort in the last year to land this $15 million grant. So I'm really thrilled that we received it and want to thank Councilmembers Kesserwani, Taplin, Mayor Ergen for that push and for every community organization that amplified the ask. As we know, it's not quite free money. There's a lot of strings attached. Yeah. You know, this project list obviously doesn't include everything that we want to do and everything that we set out to do. Uh, and I really appreciate those commenters that have been following along closely and pointed that out. But these projects are those that are the furthest along in terms of project readiness and will allow the city to complete the reimbursement process by the 2026 deadline. It's a really big milestone. I'm very excited to walk around a new and improved Cesar Chavez pathway someday very soon and to walk a reopened Berkeley Pier someday a little less soon. Uh, so thank you, Mr. Ferris and your whole team. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. Um, are there any other council members that wish to speak on consent items one through five? If so, please raise your hand. Okay, I don't see any additional raised hands. So unless there's any further discussion, I will ask the clerk to please call the roll of the motion. Okay. On the consent calendar, as revised, Councilmember Kesarwani? Yes. Taplin? Yes. Bartlett? Yes. Harrison? Yes. Hahn? Yes. Wengraff? Yes. Robinson? Yes. Humbert? Yes. And Mayor Aragin? Yes. Okay, motion carries. Okay, the motion carries. That completes our business for this five o'clock special meeting. I will make a motion to adjourn. Is there a second? Second. 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 Robinson, thank you. Mr. Quick, please call the roll. Okay. To adjourn, Councilmember Kesarwani? Yes. Taplin? Yes. Bartlett? Yes. Harrison? Yes. Hahn? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Wengraff? Yes. Robinson? Yes. Humbert? Yes. And Mayor Aragin? Yes. 
Okay. Okay, we are adjourned. Um, we will convene the six o'clock regular meeting yes. shortly. Same Zoom link. Um, it is the same Zoom link, so please okay. stay on. Thank you.